What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of All In or All Out. My name is Kevin Harris, and I am your host. Thank you for joining me this week. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. This week, I want to talk about servant. Uh, what a servant is, what does serving look like, and, you know, how how can we be servants and why we should be servants, uh, if that makes sense. And because um, I, I just feel like, you know, after talking last week about, uh, you know, talking about the 12 steps or whatever, and a, a big part of that is serving. Um, one thing I know sponsors always tell people like, well, what's the first thing I can do? They always tell you, serve, come in early put out chairs, stay late, take up chairs, make coffee, whatever it is, but to serve. And you're like, well, why, why is that one of the first things they want you to do is to serve? Like, who, who can you serve if you need help and stuff? But, but what serving does is, first of all, serving takes the focus off of you. You know, when you're going through an addiction of, of whatever it is, porn, shopping, drugs, alcohol, gambling, sex, whatever it may be, those addictions causes you to focus on you and your need to get that next fix, that next high, that next whatever. And so serving takes the focus off of you and puts the focus on someone else. So they tell you to come in and serve to serve others, to serve others, and to, you know, think about other people. And, and that's what, man, I just had a conversation with my wife when we talk about our kids all the time. We're like, man, can they get any more selfish? You know what I mean? Because it's always about them. And they're at an age where it's, you know, what they want to do, when they want to do it, and all that, and, and navigating that. So, you know, we, we can be selfish people. But when we start thinking about serving and, and serving others, then we have to refocus what that looks like. And, and you know me, I always, when I talk about something or a word or something, I always define it. And the definition of servant's pretty simple. Uh, it says, one that serves others. That's what a servant is. One that serves others. Now, if you go all the way back to the biblical times or, or you know, let's just look at the ancient times. I, you know, I don't want to, you know, just show you what's in the Bible or, or whatever, but I want you to see just in any time before us, way back when, there were servants. Kings had servants. Even people had servants, um, you know, as time went on. Uh, some people uh, took uh, took servants to a whole nother level and, and began to enslave them. Um, I, I'm not, you know, looking to get into all of that, but just know that that's what, you know, uh, part of what happened when, when people were servants and they served and, you know, people took advantage of that. Uh, it's like, you know, it never fails. Even today, you know, people... Um, 
you know, take advantage of things when, when someone tries to do something good or nice and, and people take it to a whole other level sometimes and, and make it into something that it shouldn't be, doesn't need to be. But anyway, um, so, so there's been servants for a very long time. Now, some of these servants got paid. Some of them didn't. But here's the deal when it comes to serving. No matter what, we should always have the mindset of serving in whatever capacity that looks like of serving others, serving a church, serving a nonprofit, uh, serving a um, ministry or, or serving whatever uh, children's hospital or, or whatever the case may be. There's so many different ways to serve, but you say, well, why do we serve? Well, the best and main reason that we serve is we serve because Jesus came to serve us first. If you look at Jesus' ministry here on earth, like he, he was the ultimate server, right? Like that's all he did was go around and serve people. Um, you know, he, he was willing to uh, do for others, um, you know, at the banquet of, of uh, turning the water into wine. He was there, you know, to be a servant. Uh, the lady at the well, he was there to be a servant. You know, feeding the 5,000, he was there to be a servant. Uh, it always talks about these opportunities, things where Jesus was there to serve. So the main and really the great reason that we do serve and have servanthood is because of the model that Jesus put before us years ago uh, before we were even here. So that's why we should serve because serving is something where we take the focus off of us and we put it on someone else so we can show uh, what it's about and show that we're not that selfish person uh, that we have that that intuition to be. And so, you know, when it comes to being, you know, some call it servanthood, some, you know, whatever the case may be, but when it comes to being a servant, what does that look like? What, what are some... Um, you know, what are some characteristics or some, some things that, what, what does it look like to be a servant? What do you need to be? Um, and, and I'll go over several of those uh, of what that looks like. You know, in order to be a servant, you've got to be humble. You say, why you got to be humble? Well, you got to be humble because and able to serve someone, you're willingly and knowingly able to Put yourself on a level playing ground. I'm not saying that we're greater than anybody else. Not saying that we're less than anybody else. But there are some people, and you, you know, you, you may know who some of these people are. But there are some people who, you know, do think have that mindset and attitude that I'm better than, greater than, and, and so a lot of times to be able to be humble. You know, because of all people, you know, with Jesus was the biggest example, man, he humbled himself and, and came down to earth to be able to to serve. And so that's what we got to be able to do. We got to be willing to humble ourselves and know that that any service we do is not for us. It's for others. We take us out of the equation. We got to humble ourselves. And, and some people think, well, I'm not feeding the homeless. They should get a job. They should do this. They should do that. Who cares? The fact is that they're homeless and they need someone to serve them. And so we serve, 
you know, or, or, or maybe, um, you know, whatever else it may be that we find ourselves in situations of serving, whether it's just not just homeless or for me, you know, I do a lot of service work for, for people with addiction and stuff. And, and I've been there and, and, and been down that road. So I know what it looks like, but I humble myself to know what it was like to be there. So that's why I serve and do. So we have to have a, a sense of humility and, and humbleness about us that, that it's okay that we can serve, that we can get dirty, that we can, you know, get in the grime and we can go under the bridges. We can go in the, you know, in the places where nobody wants to go on the, whether it's in towns or in America or any country where, where people don't want to go, we humble ourselves and, and go there so that we can be a servant. You know, another thing a, a servant is or, or characteristic of a servant is they prepare. And you say, what do you mean by prepare? Well, they prepare themselves to serve uh, by getting um, whatever, you know, I, you know, I'll talk about the homeless and, and I, I don't say this, um, not saying this, it's just as an example, this ain't to brag or, or boast or what I do, but, and, and I don't even make them up. I, I have a, a friend of mine who's a teacher and her, her children, uh, enjoy making up these little, what I, I call a little homeless bag of a little Ziploc bag that has like deodorant, toothpaste, a little toothbrush, maybe a couple snacks, crackers or or something, some powder, they got socks and stuff like that. And I keep them on my vehicle and I see the people out, you know, by the road with a sign or something and needing help or whatever, I, I give those out. So I, I come prepare, I prepare myself to know that I'm going to encounter that, that God's going to give me an opportunity to encounter someone who I can serve. So we prepare ourselves for that. And there's some, we had uh, one, I know my wife had got some that her small group made up and they put $5 bills in, you know, to help them get a, a cup of coffee maybe or, or something to drink or something to eat or whatever the case may be. But you prepare yourself to be able to serve. Because here's the thing, if we don't prepare ourselves, and I'm not saying we just got to have that or, or whatever, but we need to have knowledge about the things that we're going to serve and the places like, you know, you do research on places where they have people that come and serve. Don't you like research what they're about, you know, what they stand for, their mission, that kind of thing. Make sure it aligns with, with yours before you serve. You prepare yourself for these things. You know, you, you want to do your research and know, you know, that, that you're ready to have, you know, that, that servant's heart and, and what you're getting into. So you just want to always be prepared to serve when you step outside your home, when you step outside your comfort zone, when you step outside your vehicle or, or your job or whatever the case may be. You always want to be prepared to serve others because it's not about us. Uh, another thing um, that, that a person who, a servant who, um, you know, another characteristic is, is they serve where needed. You know, a lot of times uh, people seek out, um, you know, places or, or things or, or, you know, organizations of stuff that they can, uh, look for that they see where there's a need and they meet that need. You know, the best thing, the, the best servant that you can find is a servant who sees a need and willing to serve and meet that need. You know, you don't want to be the redundant thing of, of doing, you know, coming behind everybody, you know, and, and just repeating the same thing over and over and the same people, 
you know, getting when there's others that need help, but we don't, you know, we want to be, it comes with being prepared and, and knowing where you need to serve, who needs to be served and, and where you need to get involved in doing that. Um, another thing, you know, uh, a servant expects to suffer and you say, what do you mean suffer? Where, where, what are you suffering for? Well, do you not think there are people who condemn what you may be doing, helping the homeless or helping the addiction or, or helping uh, a ministry that, you know, that, that nobody sees fit for them to do or what they're doing or, or whatever the case may be is, is we're, we could suffer ridicule. We could suffer, you know, backlash. Um, you know, you try to do something nice now and now, and then everybody's trying to point out everything you're doing wrong when you're trying to, you know, be selfless and, and serve others. But people are quick to point out your flaws. Why are you serving them when you do X, Y, and Z? Why are you helping this ministry or helping this organization and, you know, you do X, Y, and Z? Whatever the case may be, man, we expect people to give us resistance. Expect to suffer um, for this. And, and that brings me to the next one. And the last one is, you know, when we serve, we should not be ashamed of we serve. We should be proud and what we stand for and proud that we're thinking of others and we've taken the focus off of us to put it on other people and that we are servants and not ashamed and not apologetic for being willing to serve the ones in prison, the ones in jail, the ones under the bridge, the ones living, you know, in the woods or, or whatever the case may be. You know, we're not ashamed of that. We, we, there should be no shame. And I, I felt my, my sense of shame and guilt uh, throughout the years. This last time when I got in trouble and, and did what I did before I got clean. And once I got clean, I was so full of shame. I can remember when I got out of jail and um, I'd go to work and straight home. And if I had to stop to get gas, man, I tried to go where there was a small gas station where there weren't many people because the last thing I wanted to do was to run into someone who I knew because of the shame and the guilt that I felt. I didn't want them to judge me. I didn't want them to think badly of me. So we, we shouldn't be afraid of shame. You know, we shouldn't worry about having shame or being guilted because we're willing to serve because we're willing to have that servant art servant attitude or servant's heart or that servanthood uh, of what we're doing so a servant does not have shame or feel shame so you may think, you know, how, how do I serve then? If servant's so great, then what do I do? You follow your heart. You follow your passion. You know, God God points you, and that's another thing about a servant. And when a servant, you know, God directs you, you know, and in, in where, where to go, where you can make an impact, you know, where your story, if you'll notice, man, they, they talk about, you know, uh, one, of, one of your best teachers is your experience. And, and you think about where, where do you go? Well, you know, where have you been? Where have you been? Then you know where you go to serve. 
like for me, one of my biggest, you know, gives me the biggest joy and, and thrill and love to death is when I'm helping someone who's, who's in addiction and been, been down the road I've been, you know, because I've been there. So what better place to serve than somewhere I've been? You know, I, I've heard people talk about, well, who, who's a better teacher than someone who, you know, to teach you about money that was in bankruptcy but got out and now they're doing well financially. You know, what what a great, great lesson, a great teacher. You know, someone, you know, so whatever that may be, someone that got fired from a job and now got another job and, and thriving. And, and so what a, what a better teacher than, you know, someone to to connect with like that. And, and so, you know, you, you, you think, well, you know, where do I serve? Where do I get involved at? And you just follow your heart and follow the path that you've been so that you can help others overcome the things that you overcome. And you can be a servant to them and help them see the love of Christ, the heart of Christ, and the servanthood of Christ. And you think, you know, for us to, to have this, um, this attitude of, of wanting to serve and willingness to serve, you know, we just, we just have to humble ourselves and know what we're meant to do and know the direction that we're being led in it is not about us, but it's about others. It's about others coming to see, man, what better better way to serve like some people and you think there's all kinds of ways to serve maybe in adoption maybe in foster care i mean what better way to serve a child than to take them in until their parents can get on their feet their parents can do right and they're able to be reconnected with that child or what better way to service a child who doesn't have a parent maybe lost a parent they gave them up or whatever the case may be you're able to adopt them in that sense you know, there's so many different ways to serve. We can go to the hospital, volunteer. Anywhere they say, hey, we need volunteers to do that, that's servant work because you're not getting paid for it. You know, that's another thing. should put one that serves others, but you should also put in one that serves others and don't get paid because when we go into being and having a servant's heart, we're not doing it looking for anything out of it because once you start putting in and expecting something out of it, then you've lost the humility, you've lost the purpose, you've lost the way and the reason to why we serve. So it's not about getting paid. It's not about, you know, the accolades, the, you know, the attention and any of that, but it's about humbling ourselves and doing, you know, what, you know, uh, some of the, the best opportunities I have and the greatest feeling I get from serving is when I'm able to help someone and serve someone in, in whatever capacity and nobody but that person knows. Man, to know that I'm not doing it for anybody to see. I'm not doing it for anybody to talk about. I'm not doing it for anybody to give me anything. I do it because one, Christ served me, so why shouldn't I serve others? got the greatest example in what servanthood looks like so why should we mimic that in, in whatever capacity that may be in whatever way that may be is we just got to be humble and willing to serve 
So that's what this week I just wanted to share with you what's been on my heart about about being a servant and willing to serve and to do and to help and to see the difference that we can make. Because here's the thing, when I talk about these things lately, I feel like, man, this world that we live in, we have lost our way and we have lost the, uh, the ability to see what's right and to see what's right in front of us. And to know that, man, there are things that we need to do to change this world. This world's been flipped around, heading in the wrong direction of everything that comes up. And I'm not here to get political or anything like that. But I just know that, man, you know what's right from wrong. And when you feel that everything around you is headed in the wrong direction, the wrong things are coming out of it, man, just something should be welling up inside of you to want to correct that, to want to make a difference. Because all it does, it starts with you. You know, I hear Trent Shelton say all the time, man, I'm not trying to reach millions. I'm trying to reach you. Because that's what it starts with. It starts with you. It starts with one person making a difference. It starts with one person humbling themselves to be a servant and someone to see that. And then they want to do that. So here's the deal. So when it comes to being a servant, you're either all in or all out.